Hello, sunshine. Welcome to my new and improved podcast, formerly known as Passion and Potential. I'm Aristasia, but you could probably go ahead and call me your artsy friend. All right, if you're a longtime listener of my show, you're probably wondering two things. One, where the heck have I been? It's been about a year since I've released a new podcast episode. I'm really sorry. We'll talk about it later. (laughs) And two, what is with the new podcast name, Your Artsy Friend? What happened to Passion and Potential? Well, I promise I will do a full breakdown episode that fills you in on all of this. What happened in the last year? Why I stopped recording? Why I rebranded and now have a whole new name, new look, and kind of similar message (laughs) but we will do that later on because to celebrate the podcast relaunch the new listeners and old and my birthday because I am recording and releasing this on my birthday I figured we would make this first episode about something that's a little bit more relatable to everyone P.S. I made a goal for myself to have the new podcast relaunch figured out by my birthday. So hence why I really made a note to say that just now because I found it extremely important to stay true to my word. I mentioned it on Instagram. I mentioned to myself, to my loved ones, to my assistant. And so I found this to be just something that I needed to hold myself accountable for, but also to celebrate and be proud of because I did not let any of my doubts and uh, perfectionism, uh, insecurities, the whole bit, sneak into my mind to stump me from releasing my new podcast, which kind of goes hand in hand with today's episode. Alrighty, so to back it up just a tiny notch. In the last year, I've really grown the art side of my business and I've grown a following of fellow creatives, lovers of color, look at the sky kinds of people, and overall humans that feel a spark in them to enjoy the artsy and colorful things in life. Our styles, interests, talents, skills, the whole bit, all those things may differ. But I would guarantee to say that there's one thing that a large amount of us have in common, and that is the dreaded imposter syndrome. Which, by the way, I know a huge amount of us struggle with this because this topic was actually my most requested talking point on my Instagram. Hence why I was like, okay, Let's make this the first episode. So, let's get into it. Why the heck do we struggle with imposter syndrome? Or as I like to call it, the imposter monster. (laughs) And then how do we cope with it? Even better, how do we overcome it? Can we overcome it? Well, I've got some tips for you. So when I think of the imposter monster, I think of the little voice in your head that makes you doubt yourself. Makes you question your abilities. But most importantly, that little voice is a thief of the joy that doing something passionate brings you. It literally steals it away. Like, have you ever felt so great about something you were creating or working on? Just something that like you felt really passionate about. And in that moment, you forgot about any insecurities. Your mind just kind of was only focused on the thing you were doing and solely feeling that passion for doing it, right? It's just something you love. So whether it be a split second, a few minutes, maybe even a few weeks, You just felt that excitement and that joy with what you were doing. That's the feeling and more importantly, the mindset that I want us all to strive for. Because when imposter syndrome creeps in, it takes that away 
and it robs us of the true meaning behind what we do and why we do it. Because if we're doing something that we love, chances are it's because we love it and it brings us joy. So as I'm giving these tips, like just kind of think of that as the root of the mindset that I want us to strive for, okay? All right, so that being said, how do we maintain that mindset? Um, How do we keep positive when that inner voice doubts us? How do we feel proud of ourselves when our internal monologue says we're nothing and we're just wannabe? I've got three tips for you. I personally utilize these tips and quite frankly, I can tell when I'm not. Because my mindset does just become that like negative troll that lives in my brain and I don't know, takes away the joy that I have for doing what I do. So write these tips down, hang them somewhere you'll see them, send this episode to a friend, replay it if you have to, but treat these tips as an act of self-care. Bring them into your routine and let's see if the imposter monster is still ruining your life in the near future. Tip number one, how to deal with comparison. You know the saying, comparison is the thief of all joy. It really is. Like I personally believe that comparison is just a huge root issue in imposter syndrome. Like especially with social media and how much of a staple it is in our society and literally everyday lives. I think when we're scrolling and we're seeing all this greatness from others, our mind can quickly turn negative and question our own greatness. So here's how I think we can reframe the way that you compare and the way that you handle things that trigger you to compare, such as social media. So one, I want you to view others' greatness as inspiration, not comparison. I truly think that the most beautiful thing we can do for ourselves and our community is to celebrate and be inspired by all the greatness that the humans in this world have to offer. I mean, it's crazy, right? When you think about it, like, that is so cool. (laughs) Can you imagine if the world was filled with boring, passionless, all the same humans? Sure, you couldn't compare, but I don't know. That would be boring, and inspiration is everywhere. But I promise you will never be inspired if you're always looking at other forms of inspiration or others' greatness as a reflection of yourself. So for example, sometimes when I find myself comparing, you know, I'm wanting to shame my journey because of someone else's journey, I'll give myself that little reminder that just because someone else is great, it does not mean that I too am not great. I have my own journey. I have my own story and I have my own heart. You have your own journey, your own story, and your own heart. That alone is not comparable. Like, it, it just truly isn't. Like It is yours. It's your journey, your story, your heart. Your creativity and your passion is yours. It stems from you and only you. It's not comparable. Moving on. Number two. Failures and perfectionism. Oh my gosh, this is like the bane of my existence. As a recovering perfectionist, as I like to call it, trust me when I say that accepting failures has been the root of like all the breakdowns in my life. (laughs) I have allowed perfectionism and that fear of not being perfect and that fear of failing to keep me from so many things in life until one day I said, screw it and I'm just going to go full send. And I promise you that was the best decision I ever made in life. So just hear me out on this. 
All right, so much similar to comparison, reframing the way we view failures is absolutely magical for our mindset and our confidence. It was Bob Ross, right, who always said, like, failures are just happy accidents. I mean, he's literally not wrong. <laughs> like, I personally believe that you cannot fail in your own art, and there is no such thing as perfect. Anyone who has ever taken one of my painting classes hears me say this over and over because so many times people will get caught up in, you know, their painting needing to be perfect or being worried that they're not doing it right, that they don't even allow themselves to just experience the joy of painting. So I just like, I hammer this into anyone who attends my classes into their minds. So yeah, perfectionism will, it will steal all your magic. If you're always striving for perfection and you allow defeat and fear to override your creativity, you're always going to feel like an imposter. I know it's a cliche statement, but we truly do all start somewhere. And without the acceptance that you're not perfect, and by the way, that's okay. Like, we don't need to be perfect. (laughs) I truly believe that you'll never get to experience the beauty that comes with creativity. And I guess quite literally life. (laughs) So, you know, if you don't allow yourself to be imperfect, you're not allowing yourself to experiment. You're not sparking your curiosity. You know, despite the outcome, curiosity is beautiful. And if you don't allow yourself to experience that, then you'll never grow. And I think if you were to talk to any person that you look up to or that you admire, whether it be someone that you want to be one day or someone that you're comparing yourself with, (laughs) I promise you that they would tell you that one, they're not perfect, and that two, they never started off, quote, perfect. They didn't start off in the place that they currently are at. So really try and accept that failure is just experimenting. And perfectionism is a life ruiner. And not real. Like, it doesn't exist. Okay? All right. (laughs) Number three. Lastly, my third tip is to find your version of a reminder that grounds you, brings you back to reality, and holds you accountable. One huge part of imposter syndrome, as I've mentioned throughout this whole episode, is that it truly is a mindset. Like, it starts in your thoughts. It's not real. You know, it, it is a thought process. And sometimes to bring yourself out of those spiraling thoughts, and what I like to call the doomsday of thinking, you have to have a reminder of reality. I think reminders can be different for everyone, especially with where you're at in your journey or what you find to be your biggest struggles or even uh, biggest motivators. But here's a few of my favorites that I personally use to keep myself from spiraling into the imposter monster. So one example is to hang something on your wall that was from the very start of everything. Back when you first decided to give whatever you're passionate about a try. You know, doing this reminds us of growth. It it reminds us that we stayed at it. And that if we keep staying at it, we're only going to discover and grow more and quite frankly, feel more. Feel more joy and feel more passion. So for me personally, I have one of my old cloud paintings hanging on my corkboard in my office. A little bit of context, I'm kind of known for my cloud paintings and they've become this thing that I'm just really obsessed with and people kind of know that I'm obsessed with. (laughs) But I promise you, even me, you know, and I'm known as the cloud girl. I don't think anyone's ever called me that, but you get what I'm saying. When I see someone else's incredible, hyper-realistic cloud painting pop up on my Instagram feed, 
I will start to experience the imposter monster. But that is dumb. That is such a waste of our energy and that is going to do nothing for anybody. It literally serves no positive purpose. So I think it's really beautiful to see where I started with my cloud art. And having that old painting there is that little reminder. It's my reminder that I painted clouds back then, even when they had nothing to do with my career. No one knew me as the cloud painting girl or whatever. I didn't master clouds. I didn't have a following. I didn't make money off my cloud paintings. I'd never even sold one. I was just painting them because I felt joy in doing it. I just loved it. So that old cloud painting reminds me that one, I've grown and didn't give up. But two, that my passion should override my insecurities every single day. My joy is worth so much more than that doubt and that comparison and that fear of rejection or failure. That old cloud painting grounds me, puts me back into reality instead of imposter, comparison, self-doubt, monster, okay? So find your version of something that shows your growth and hang it somewhere that you can see it daily. And when you catch yourself spiraling in that negativity, take a minute and just reflect on your reminder. Reflect on how far you've come. Reflect on why you started in the first place. Just do a little bit of reflection. You don't have to do it for a long time, but take a minute to stop those thoughts before they take over you. Another example of a reminder that you could do is affirmations, of course. I'm a huge believer in affirmations. My office cork board looks literally as cheesy as the live, laugh, love signs that we all saw on our homes growing up. (laughs) But despite the cheesiness, I think affirmations are insanely helpful. You know, they replace unkind thoughts with positive ones. They're little gentle reminders that you can experience daily, right? So some of my favorite affirmations that I have hanging currently are, I am, I can. This one is huge. I have it like in big letters on my vision board because I found myself saying statements like, I'm not a lot or like I'm not good at or I can't do. And I realized that how often I would say those things, I needed to replace them with statements of I am this. I am capable. I am not perfect, but I want to try. I can do X, Y, Z. And so having this hanging in my office is kind of this little like nudge anytime I catch myself saying those really unkind things. Other ones are perfect doesn't exist. I am worthy. Uh, Stay true to your passion. All of these affirmations are really grounding. Another option you can do, um, if tangible reminders like pictures or hanging affirmations aren't your jam, then I recommend you find a reminder from an outside source. So for example, of course, a podcast. I'm a huge believer in podcasts. Like that's not even a plug for me and my own podcast. Like I listen to them every single day. (laughs) A Facebook group filled with other individuals experiencing similar journeys. That's very much so a gentle reminder. It can definitely ground you and make you not feel alone. Um self-help or motivation books. I always encourage therapy forever and always. And if you can't do therapy, I hope you have someone in your life that you can talk to because sometimes just getting a little pat on the back or a pep talk can do wonders with defeating the imposter monster. So yes, if tangible options aren't your jam, sometimes just having this like in your face, vocal, personable, somewhat type of reminder could be really beneficial to you. So to give a little recap of my tips, So number one was to reframe the way that you compare and to find inspiration in other people's greatness instead of comparing it to your own greatness. 
Number two was to accept that perfection does not exist and that failures are just experimenting. They are just fun. And number three is to find a reminder that holds you accountable. I think the most important part of all of this is to incorporate these tips into your life. The goal is to make small little changes and to nourish our minds, to nourish our heart, to nourish our creativity. You know, if we're always waiting until we're spiraling to practice this version of self-care, it's going to feel defeating and exhausting and we're going to get stuck in that mindset and we're going to feel like we're in quicksand. But if you strive to just practice some of these tips and bring them into your routines and life, I promise you the imposter monster is going to be way less of a visitor and your passion is going to shine. You're going to be happy about it. You're going to feel creative and you're going to grow. This is your journey. That's all that matters. Okay? You cannot be an imposter in your own journey. I promise you. So that being said, that wraps up my first podcast episode of the podcast relaunch. I sincerely hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, please share it with a friend. That would just literally make my whole heart. And maybe I'll like even guilt you and say it and make my birthday. How about that? <laughs> I'll be releasing the next episode next week. For context, today is August 10th. So as of next week, we'll have a brand new episode to listen to. You can find me on Instagram at Aristasia. A-R-A-S-T-A-S-I-A. If you listen to this, please tag me or DM me. I would love to hear from you. Please let me know your thoughts, if any of this was helpful, if it wasn't. But just let me know. I'm always here to give you a pep talk. I'm always here to encourage you to do the things that you love in life. And most importantly, I'm always here to be your artsy friend. Till next time.